1: Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches.
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Double Your Sales Now show, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minchis, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. I'm super excited because I have the amazing Michael Lozier here with me. I'm going to tell you about him in a moment, but he has been a great inspiration to me, a great support to me already this year, and I haven't even known him that long. So I just want to say, Michael, hello, and welcome to the Double Your Sales Now show.
1: Hey, good morning. Nice to be here. And I'm looking forward to helping our friends double their sales.
0: (laughs) I love it. And I know you have so many things to share. So I have questions for you. But then I have lots of time at the end, because I want you to be able to share all the things that you know about law of attraction and how you help your clients and help you how you help them blast through blocks. So with that, let me tell everyone about you. Michael lives in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, on Canada's West Coast. He is the author of the best selling books, Law of Attraction, The Science of Attracting More of What You Want and Less of What You Don't. And Michael caught the attention of Oprah Winfrey. Yes, the Oprah Winfrey who interviewed him four times on her Soul Series radio show on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Michael went on to enjoy a year-long run hosting his own radio show on Oprah and Friends Radio. Michael's upcoming third book, Your Life's Purpose, uncover what really fulfills you helps the reader and student get more clarity about their life's purpose and most importantly, what they need to be experiencing to live their life's purpose. And his YouTube videos have millions of views. His new live weekly internet show, Hangout with Michael, allows him to connect with fans of Law of Attraction in an exciting way. And that has been really cool to watch. So Michael's going to tell you more at the end on how you can connect with him and hang out with him. And see all the amazing work that he's doing. Michael, I just want to say one thing about you. I've heard you on other podcasts. I've heard you on shows. I've listened to you. I've experienced some of your work and you are one of the most humble people in this space that I've ever met. And believe me, I've met and I've talked to a lot of people. And I just want to thank you for being you, your authentic self and the way you show up in the world and how you help people. So thank you. And thank you for being here today. Thank you. So first, let's just, I mean, I I want to start by, of course, we're going to talk about sales today and how to double your sales. And, but if you wouldn't mind starting and telling us a little bit about you, your story, and just how you have helped so many clients reach their
1: goals. And so start with your story and just how, you're, how you've ended up in the space of helping people. Well, that's a good question. You know, I moved to the west part of Canada and I worked for the Canadian government and I was project manager. And project manager, fancy word for a adult babysitter. So I needed to learn a lot of people, what motivates them, what turns them on, what turns them off, how do you get things done, how to communicate with them. So I studied NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, and it really started my whole personal development. I was in my 30s, and I'm working for the government. And while I was taking these personal development courses, I was the only one in the entire ministry that was, I became an outlet for people that were having challenges in their lives. You know, they were having negative things and they'd come into my office and we'd shut the door and, you know, I'd be using NLP without having that on my plate, you know. And before I became the resource of the ministry, but we didn't talk about it publicly. It was all private. When that door was closed, everybody knew what was happening behind the door, but nobody talked about it. And they'd come out and they would their minds would be reset. They'd go from negative to positive. They would feel uplifted. So so I'm working full-time for the government. And then meanwhile, you know, even when I was young, I was very entrepreneurial. I used to live near a drive-in theater. I remember going to the drive-in third theater with Windex and paper towel and washing the dude's windows. And the girlfriends would say, let him wash your windows. And I would get like a dollar to wash windows at the drive-in, like I was 15 years old. So I knew what it was like. And I watched my mother, who had a beauty salon in her house. And she had her own money, so my parents never talked about money. They didn't need to. My mother had her own. My dad looked after the family, very traditional-style family back then. So I'm working for the government. I'm helping people. And then, before you know it, people were hanging out with me at lunch. And now there's two or three of us. And now we're kind of coming out with this subject, and we're meeting in the staff room. And then I thought, well, you know what? I want to get some people to come to my house. It started on a Sunday, and I dipped my toe into Law of Attraction – This was in 1995, when the word law of attraction was so foreign, nobody knew what it meant. Right. And in one year, I had 44 people in my living room bringing lawn chairs and cushions and listening to me talk about the same thing over and over and over again. And people were mesmerized by this subject. And it didn't matter what their beliefs or religion was, everybody could find themselves in this message. So I would say, okay, what do you want to attract next week? And they would put it out there and they'd come back and they'd say, You'll never guess what. So I was really just facilitating this group. There was no magic there. They were doing it themselves. So I'm still working for the government full time. I'm hosting a group. I'm getting really good with law of attraction. I'm getting notes and thank you cards of people saying, I love when you said this and I love this exercise. And honestly, when you do anything 52 times in one year, you get good at it. (laughs) <laughs> and when you have 44 people come to your house, you have to be a leader. You just can't say, everybody, come in. You have to take lead and control and and start the meeting and have a format. So before you know it, I was facilitating law of attraction discussion groups in my home, still working for the government. And then I started to do teleclasses. Remember the day of teleclasses? Yes. Well, I co-owned. A, I was still working for the government. I keep saying that because I was grinding back then. I co-owned Teleclass International. This was a website that hosted teleclasses from coaches all over the world. And because I was a trainer with the government, I knew a lot about training. So I trained 1,200 coaches and teachers how to lead classes over the telephone, right? We can't see your students. So it was all through the word, word. So every Thursday night... For a year, I was doing Law of Attraction, Introduction to Law of Attraction, same thing over and over. And I was having hundreds of people show up and telling their friends. I was saying the same thing every week. And I'm still working for the government. (laughs) Then eventually, I started to do like a group work. And then I started to learn that people needed to go through processes, right? So I developed the three-step process. And with my NLP, I developed the worksheets and the processes. And now, you know what? I'm starting to make a little bit of money and I'm working for the government. So let's go up three more years. It's 1999. I'm working for the government. I was the first employee that took a four-day work week. I didn't work more hours. I took a cut in pay. I took a 20% cut in pay. I had Fridays off. So Fridays were my official Law of Attraction day. Well, it started Thursday night. So Thursday night and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'd go anywhere. Oh, I mean anywhere (laughs) to talk about Law of Attraction. And over the years, I developed what I call a signature presentation. I'd go to men's groups and women's groups and coffee shops and bookstores and spiritual centers and car salesmen meeting and, and insurance salespeople meeting. Anywhere, I'd go to the newspaper and I'd find out who was having their sales meeting. And I would call them and say, hey, do you need a speaker? You know what the answer was? Yes. These these people that have weekly meetings 52 times a year, they love And I would go in. So I would go in with my on my day off, it was, I was working four days a week, I'd go in on Friday, I'd do introductory presentations, and then eventually I would upsell people to a $99 full day seminar. Now remember, I'm still working for the government, $99. The first time I had 10 people, I made $1,000 in the day. I was so thrilled. Hmm. And, and after six months, I got 110 people come out to a Saturday seminar for $100. So I made hundred and eleven thousand dollars in one day. So Q, 1999, December 31st, was my last day of the government. After six months of doing, you know, once a month, so every Friday I'd do the introductory presentation once a month that would upsell people without using that word, right? Sure. I, didn't have, I didn't have any sure. of those skills. I mean, I, people were just so enamored with the information. They would say, I want to learn more, and i say, uh, okay. And at first I did it for free. And then, that, you know, when I learned about sales and the value of my work, so I was making like 10 grand a month doing this, eventually left the government. And boy, when I had my open days from Monday to Thursday, everything went crazy. I had my calendar open. And then I went to see a speaker in Victoria once, and I was really mesmerized by him on stage, and I loved his presentation. And I was an, I'm was i a good trainer, because I was trained. The government sent me on lots of training to do front-of-the-room training. But this guy was really good. And I live on an island, so I knew he wasn't getting off the island, because there's no ferry after 9 o'clock. I said, he's staying overnight. So I thought, I'm going to ask him if he wants to go. out. He said, I'd love to. So I said, Oh, I'd love to do what you do. And he said, Well, it would help if you have a book. I thought, Well, I don't have a book. I'm a government employee. <laughs> and then on the way home, I thought, You do have a book. You have your manual, my training manual. And this was a manual that I, I wrote in for two years people's notes and thank you cards. And I love when you do this and I love when you do that. And they were very helpful with, with everything. So I went home and I took a year and took all of my notes and I turned it into a book. Wow. So, uh, remember I was doing the teleclasses once a week for a year. Mm-hmm. So after the teleclass, I would send people to my website, which was, you know, LawAttractionBook.com. There was nothing on there but the book cover. I designed a book cover even before I wrote the book. It was a very, as a matter of fact, I did that three times with all of my books. I did that. I did the cover years before the book released. So in one year, I had 5,000 people go to the website and say, let me know when your book's coming out. So the publisher called me and said, we're shipping your books now. I didn't have a lot of money, you know, I left my government job, I'm single, I was paying for everything on my own, but I had a blank credit card, and I said, this credit card's going to pay for the book delivery. So the printer called and said, we're shipping your books, COD, they'll arrive Thursday. So... Sunday night, I go online and I emailed the five thousand. I ordered five thousand books. I ordered the five thousand people. I emailed the five thousand people, and I offered a special two, you know, two for twenty dollars or whatever it was. It was a good deal. I woke up the next day and I thought I had a virus. Here's what my computer said: "You've got a new sale. You've got a new sale. You've got a new sale." And that went on for an hour and ten minutes, mm. one after another. I sold every book overnight. So now the real problem is I've got five thousand books coming Thursday. Now, by the way, all the money was deposited in my account before Thursday, so I never had to use a credit card. I had to go out and buy, I think, 3,000 envelopes, stamps for 3,000 envelopes. And I had my friends over, and we had a little book stuffing party. (laughs) Sign it, stuff it, lick a stamp, put it there. Sign it, stuff it, lick it. And then it went quiet for three days because everybody that knew about the book bought one. And then when people start to get the book, they were ordering packets of 10, five at a time. And I had no books. I didn't. I did. I thought, okay, I wonder if that's it. I wonder if I just sold them to these guys and that's it. And people were ordering a box of them for their di- direct sales and network marketing companies. So that was in 2003. And to date, I've sold 2.8 million copies in 37 languages. And my publisher emails me every six months and saying, we're going to print the book. Is there anything you want to change? And I haven't changed one word in that book since 2003. The only thing I've ever changed is the picture. Other than that, it's been the same content. There's no mistakes in it. There's nothing that needs to be changed. There's nothing that needs to be updated. And I have certified 440 people to do what I just told you about, how to do an introductory presentation and how to upsell them to a paid seminar. So that is my story. It took 12 minutes to tell that.
0: Wow, phenomenal, Michael. But I mean, 2.8 million books, like that makes my head spin. I mean, and it's all right. So, so you're going to have, you're, we don't have enough time for you to teach us the whole. System, but at the end, I'm going to give you some some more time to do this. But I let's talk about sales first, and then we'll come back to this because obviously, you know what you're doing in the world of law of of attraction. (laughs) I mean, come on. And then Oprah found you, so let's go back though, Michael. I mean, let's talk about the book sales because that's front of mind, and clearly, that I mean, must have blown some beliefs wide open for you. But did you know that you're going to sell millions of copies of your book? I mean, did you set that intention? Did you have a goal? Did you know that? I mean, how did that happen?
1: Not really, because I remember one time when I was writing the book and I had printed off a copy and stapled it together and I went to a book expo in Los Angeles, me and my assistant. And I was still writing the book. And we had t-shirts made with the book cover on And We'd go up to publishers and and they would open the book and they would say, they said, bookstores will never buy this because I had worksheets in it, right? Blank worksheets and and lots of white spaces and bookstores will hate this book. They will not buy it. And everybody was rejecting me. And I went out in the parking lot and cried. I was crying in the parking lot with my assistant. Mm -hmm. And then she said, you know what? Let's just do it yourself. Let's just self-publish this on your own. And I remember taking that thing because I knew because I had followers. I had people whose lives were changing because of the processes. And remember, this was in in 2003. Self-help books were rare. You had to go to a Wiccan store to buy a, a Wayne Dyer book. Right. <laughs> you know, you get it at Costco like you can today. You had to go to a, a secret little witchcraft <laughs> store to buy something a personal development. So the thought of selling a workbook-style book, anyway, that it was a hard weekend for me there. And then when I got home, I said, I want to do that myself. So I thought I was going to sell them one to the people that loved me, you know, the people that whose lives I changed, you know, these 5000 people, I said they're going to be my audience. And then a couple weeks after that, I thought, No, you know what, this is bigger. And then so that that first 5000 books was 101 pages. And then when it came time to in the meantime, I had done two things, I went to a a junior high school, our oh, friend picked me up at the airport. I was going into a seminar in Calgary, and this woman picked me up. She said, can we stop off at my son's school? They'd love to hear you there. And in my head, I thought high school. She pulled up to a kindergarten school, not kindergarten, whatever grade one and two is. Right, elementary. And I thought, what am I to teach these kids about law of attraction? So I had between the car, and I go in, and it's all those little baby chairs, and <laughs> me, who I'm a big monster-sized guy, And I thought, what am I going to teach these kids? So intuitively, I went to the chalkboard and I drew a big light switch. And I said on and off and negative and positive. You know what? Those kids knew what that meant. They knew when mom and dad was negative and they knew when things were positive. So we talked about the light switch and how to turn it off and on. And then I taught about the words don't, not, and no, and how when we use them, we're negative. So all around the classroom, there were these signs like don't eat at your desk and don't leave your clothes on the floor and don't run in the hallways. So spur the moment, I said, everyone go stand by a sign that says don't, not, and no. And how can we relanguage that? So when it said, don't run in the hall, so what do you want? It said, walk in the hall only. Or don't eat at your desk was eat in the lunchroom. On the way back after that seminar, I thought, you know what? I got to add another chapter. (laughs) And then three weeks later, a friend of mine said, can you help me with my relationship? make a long story shorter. The second version of the book is 144 pages. So I sold 5,000 with a little black border around the book, 100 pages. The next book, I updated it with how to teach law of attraction to children and then how to do law of attraction for relationships and how to use law of attraction to become more abundant. So now it's 144 pages. So I actually you know, I'm not even a writer. And between you and I and everybody listening, I graduated from high school 32 years ago. And I have read nine books in 32 years, nine. So I don't read books, I don't read other people's books, I don't read material. So I only wrote the book to satisfy what I knew about training people. And I made sure that the book satisfied the visual learner, the auditory learner, the kinesthetic learner, and the thinker. And it turned out to be a good book. So I'm not a writer, I'm a trainer who wrote a good manual that turned into a book. Matter of fact, all three of my books were seminars first, that I did multiple, multiple times, and then added characters and stories to it to turn it into books.
0: Wow, I'm a little speechless. I mean, that's I didn't know that about you. And and it's just so refreshing to hear because I think people, I think there's this belief, right, that you know you have to be like like authors are trained to be authors, or I, I wasn't, and I've written books. I but I mean like there's just this this thought process out there. And I love how you've taken your training manuals and created that added stories and created books over time. Not only books, but like best selling books. <laughs> so. Michael, I mean, looking like did you, did you ever have any limiting beliefs? I mean, there's something about you, like you. It sounds like you had some like great parents who taught you. I mean, some good things about money, and but did you ever have any limiting beliefs or things that you had to overcome? That helped? I mean, I'm sure you did. So, what what are some of those things that you've had to overcome in terms of limiting beliefs or things that got in your way with growing your business?
1: I am a big dude. I'm like Drew Carey. Remember when Drew Carey was bigger? That's my body size. So all early in my career, that was always my challenge about how big I was and that I always thought my voice was too feminine. So I thought my voice was too feminine and my body was too big to be on stage. So I hid I hid behind telephones for a long time. And then when I would ask to go speak somewhere, I would always be really conscious about how big I was. And that was always personal problems in my head. So I had to overcome those limiting beliefs. And then I started watching other people on TV. And I thought, well, look at Leo Pascalia; He's kind of a chunky dude. And I love his message. So I really had to change my mind about it wasn't what I look like. It's how I, what the message is. So that was a big deal for me. And even when Oprah wanted to interview me, I thought, oh, I was really conscious of my voice. And 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 then, but after I heard it, it was like, didn't sound like just, yeah, it was, you know, what I call this, the little Michael. There's the little Michael and the big Michael. And the big Michael is present right now and, and most times, but the little Michael was always about my body and my voice. The little Michael said, oh, they're going to make fun of me or you're too fat or you're too this or you're too that. So even when I'm coaching people, I always say, there's the little, you know. There's the little Michael and there's the big Michael. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the little Ursula and there's the big Ursula, and it's okay to have both, but you need to know when to turn one on. So I would say that was part of my limiting belief. Yeah, thank you. And the fact that I wasn't a writer, and people were calling me a writer, and or people would call me a motivational speaker, and I said, I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a motivated trainer. <laughs> And they would say, no, you're a motivational speaker. So like a lot of that stuff, I, you know, people would call me stuff and I'd have to, and I'd want to correct them all the time. So I had to learn not to do that. They can, okay, you can call me a motivational speaker or you can call me a writer
0: Yeah, interesting. And thank you for sharing that because I think there's always this assumption when we talk to people that are successful or that we view as very successful that we just assume that, you know, it was an an easy path and there's always a story. Now, Michael, I want to talk about sales really quickly and then I want to get into the law of attraction with you and give you more time to teach us. And what, like looking at your business today, what are the top two strategies that you use on a regular basis to consistently grow your sales?
1: Well, first, there's a couple things that I learned a long time ago from trainers that i've heard about and one of them is because i would do lots of introductory presentations and never upsell anything and i remember somebody said to me this was so important it changed everything for me and she said to me you would be remiss if you didn't tell people how they could have more of you Mm. i had to chew on that for a while and then when i heard that i thought you know what?" It's not fair for me not to tell people to want to have more because, you know, when I was teaching Law of Attraction, there was hardly any resources, never mind books on it. Right now, it's there's millions of resources. But when I was teaching it, there wasn't a lot. So I had to shift my mind and said, you know what? I need to let people know there's more, mm-hmm. right? And then I also learned this in NLP, which shifted everything for me. It's because I didn't like to be sold, and, I know, and not everybody likes to be sold. And this one sentence changes everything for me. And this is a sentence. Say, for example, I'm at my seminars and I'm thinking, okay, here's the part where I'm going to tell them about my programs and my sales. And I would use, when I start using this sentence, I would say, for those of you, and when I said that, it helped me bracket the resistors and then put the people that match that. Like for those of you that want to learn more about law of attraction and apply it to your life. And this way, the people that were resisting the sale, they weren't included in that sentence. So I wasn't talking to them. NLP, that's called a presupposition. And it means I'm presupposing that there is somebody. So I would say, well, for those of you that want to learn more, or for for those of you that want to be teaching this, instead of saying, everybody, all of you want to teach this, or all of you want to learn this, and then I could feel my own resistance. And that would stop me to, to sell my services or sell my products. And now my secret sentence is for those of you. And I'm just talking because I'm presupposing there's somebody in the audience that's saying yes to that. And I'm not talking to the resistors. And then nobody resists me because I wasn't including them where they didn't want to be included.
0: I just have to pause for a second because for everyone who's listening, if you didn't write that down, write that down. That is one of the most powerful sentences we've had on the W sales now show. How powerful. And I'm a big fan of NLP as well. And I love, I mean, it does, it like takes the resistance away. I mean, it just, and it, it allows us like, especially when we're on stage or when we're about to make that offer to come from that space of serving rather than worrying about, you know, how this is coming across for those of you. Awesome. Wow.
1: My hunch is, some of you see yourself teaching this in front of the stage and making it part of your business. So My hunch is some of you see yourself or my hunch is some of you want to apply this right away. And again, it's a presupposition. I'm presupposing that somebody, and we all love a hunch, right? Yes,
0: my hunch is oh, that's so good. And it, it just feels good, right? And I know you talk a lot about feeling good and how important that is. So is it okay if we go there, Michael, can we go to the law of attraction? Are you ready? Honestly, I <laughs> so I want to hear from you, like, you are you know, it's 2018. We we made it to this year. Maybe some people are trying to put 2017 behind them. But tell us, how can we get the law of attraction to work for us this year? What tip strategies do you have? I know you have a million, but what can you give us that'll give us something to take with us today?
1: Well, first, I want to let everybody know law of attraction is already on. It's on right now. You don't have to turn it on. It's on and it being law of attraction. It's this universal energy around us and you're already experiencing it. Whether you like it or not, or believe it or not, or understand it or not, all of us are experiencing the law of attraction. If you've ever used the word coincidence, or serendipity, or synchronicity, or fate, or karma, or everything fell into place, you were describing evidence of law of attraction. So when you say, wow, this is such a coincidence, I was just thinking of you. Or this, this book just fell into place, or everything's falling into place. If you've ever used those expressions, that's evidence of law of attraction. I'll repeat myself. You're already experiencing it, and it doesn't need to be turned on. It's already on. And it is law of attraction. And it has a two-word job description. Just to make sure we hear it nice and loud, I want you to repeat the two words after I say them. The two word job description for law of attraction is match vibrations. Match
0: vibrations.
1: It's a robot. Oh, here's a vibration. What do I do with it? Match it. Here's a vibration. What do I do with it? Match it. What if it's a negative vibe? And a negative vibe is a negative. What if I'm feeling depressed and I'm ticked off and I'm angry and I'm disappointed? Those feelings are causing me to put off a negative vibe. What does law of attraction do to it? You, Ursula, remind me. Match you the vibration. That's right. And what if I'm feeling blissful and, and excited and abundant and joyous and love? What's Law of Attraction doing to that vibration? Match it. That's right. So right now, if you're curious and you want to know what the vibration is that you're sending about your sales and your referrals and your customers and client satisfaction and your opportunities that you're attracting, you say, I wonder what the vibe is that I'm sending about that. Well, I can tell you from here. If you're curious and you want to know what the vibe is that you're sending, take a look and see what you're getting. It's a perfect match. You want to know the vibration that you're sending about referrals? How's that working for you? Whatever you're getting is matching the vibration that you're sending. Are you complaining about not getting referrals? That's what you're getting. You see how the words you use create the thoughts that you think. And the thoughts that you think cause you to send the vibration of what you were saying and thinking. And when you send any vibration, the obedient law of attraction is unfolding and orchestrating to bring you more. It cannot not match your vibe. You see, law of attraction doesn't decide whether that's something that you want or don't want, or whether it's good or bad for you, or whether it's helpful or not helpful. It's not a decider. It doesn't have prejudice. It doesn't have favoritism. It doesn't even know who you are. But right now it's matching the vibration that you're sending. So be more deliberate about what you're thinking and saying. Celebrate the sale. Celebrate that ideal referral. Make a list of why you like Betty, why she was an ideal customer, why this sale was the best, what you liked about the referral. And as you're celebrating, acknowledging all those delicious matches, you're including the vibration of all those matches. And when you include it, it gets matched. Matter of fact, the only way to attract anything is to include the vibration of what you want to attract. So be a celebrator and start noticing the things that you like. And when you don't like it, ask yourself, so what would I like instead? And when you go from what you don't want to what you do want, the words change. And when the words change, the thoughts change. And when you change your thoughts, you change your vibe. When you change your vibe, you can change your results. That's called how to reset your vibe.
0: Wow. I can feel everyone taking a lot of notes. So. This is the time of year to think about it, right? I mean, it's, it's, we're looking at 2018. We're wondering, we're looking at maybe our, our, you know, how many clients we got last year and what our goals are this year. And that's a great question to ask. What is our vibration matching? So what else would you like to share, Michael? Is there more that you wanted to add?
1: Well, I do want to add a little bit about goal setting. See, goal setting is helpful because it helps set the energy in motion. When I say, oh, I'd like 10 new clients this quarter. I just got excited about those. But then you know what we do after we set the goal? We start keeping score that we don't have it. Oh, it's three more. It's two more months left and I only got two clients. I wanted 10. Can you feel the vibration? So set the goal and then spend more time. I want to say it again, going through your database and say, oh, look at Ursula. She was an ideal client. Here's five things that I liked about her. She was this and this and this and this and this. And here's the secret. It's a law of attraction hack. Law of attraction doesn't know why or how I'm setting the vibration of someone that pays on time, shows up on time, gives me referrals, does what they say they're going to do, sends me a thank you note. Law of attraction doesn't know I'm talking about Ursula. Law of attraction is responding. This is an important sentence. Law of attraction is responding to how I feel about when I remember that ideal client. So everyone's homework is to go through your file folder. If there's a client in there that you don't like, don't look at it, pull their name out. Build a list of what you like about each client. And while you're building the list, you're sending the vibration. And you don't have to do anything special to send it. Just the memory of it causes you. Just seeing it causes you to say, wow. And then take a look at your list and say, here's the 100 things I like about my clients in 2018 or 2017. And by the time you are done the list, your entire vibration will be full of all the greatness and all the things that you like about your client. And the law of attraction is eavesdropping. And it's unfolding and orchestrating to bring you more of what you gave your attention, energy, and focus to. So be more deliberate about what you talk about. Be more deliberate about what you watch and what you wear and what you listen to, who you hang around with. And be more deliberate about what you say about your clients because all of it gets matched, whether negative or positive.
0: So what you're saying is it's okay to set the goal but don't use that as a measuring stick and focus all your energy on, oh, I don't have that client yet. It hasn't happened yet. Instead, really look at the clients that you love and look at why you love them, what's special about them. So really be grateful for the clients that are showing up and the ones that sh- have shown up in the past. Is that is that accurate?
1: Yeah, say you wanted 10 new clients and you got four. What if I said, "Wow, well, look at the four I got. I'm going to tell you what I like about these four. They paid on time. They do their homework. They send me thank you card. Boom, boom, boom. I'm going on. Or I could say, Oh, I got six. Where's those six going to come from? I want a 10. You can almost feel just the words are different, which causes a different vibration. So with goal setting, we tend to keep score that we're not there yet. But with law of attraction, we celebrate what we have. And in the celebration and acknowledgement, it causes us to send more of that vibration about what we do want. Because law of attraction doesn't know the difference. It's going to match your vibrations. So celebrate what you have attracted. Because goal setting, you know when we get excited? When we reach the goal, we, we don't get excited until the very end. That's a waste of vibration. Get excited after one, after two, after three.
0: And keep that excitement high. I love it. And Michael, just, you know, we're, we're coming to a close here, but I'm curious. So for someone who, you know, maybe... Um, had that really, really tough 2017. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to a colleague yesterday and they're just having a really tough time. And, you know, I was trying to, you know, give them some encouragement. And I, I know, like, they're kind of at that, that bottom of that barrel. If someone's really at the bottom, what's your advice to them? Like, if they can't quite get to even, you know, that, that setting the goals, or is there a way to get to that next good feeling? Or what do you recommend for someone who might be having a really tough time?
1: Well, you know what? All of us love <laughs> a reset button, you know, our computer down our printer breaks down and if there's a reset button we don't care we just press it but we all have a reset button all of us can reset the events in our life you don't like the clients or boyfriends or girlfriends or your health or your money you don't like those results that you're getting Well, you can press a reset button and the reset button is to reset your vibe you have to reset your vibe and when you reset your vibe then you attract something differently but you got to go all the way back to reset your thoughts and your words that's what everybody needs to have know. Whether they've been thinking and having negative results for one day, one year, 10 years, all of that can be reset. Because law of attraction is eavesdropping on what you're thinking and saying about that. So you have to go back to the root. What am I saying about my client base? What am I saying about my money? What am I saying about my health? So learn how to reset your words, which resets your thought, which resets the vibration. And now that you're saying a new vibration, law of attraction is responding to it. You know, I have a classic 30 minute training video, free class that I give, and it's called How to Reset Your Vibes. And it's just what I talked about right now. What do I need to say? What do I need to think? What do I need to change? That's all you have to do. It all starts with what you're saying. And it clearly shows you how what you're saying turns into what you're manifesting. I love it, the
0: reset button. Well, Michael, my hunch is, right? I'm going to go with, I love that. My hunch is that some of our listeners, because we have listeners in 52 countries now, are going to be interested in what you just talked about, the class you just talked about. So tell us how to find that. And I know you also have a free vibrational business plan and also another class in for fee, but you have the free and for free. So tell us about the different ways that we can experience more of you.
1: Uh, For those of you that were stimulated by today, you caught yourself thinking about this is time for you to make the change, or some of you, this resonated with you. You kind of knew this existed already. You said, boy, when I'm in a bad mood, I attract negative things. Well, today, I'm going to show you how you can take this information and turn it into manifestation. On my website, hangoutwithmichael.com, you'll see some classes. The very first class, it's a free one. It's a 30-minute video that you watch with the workbook. Now, it's not a motivational talk. Remember, I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a a motivated trainer. And I promise you after the 30 minutes, I will train your brain forever. Matter of fact, I'm going to brainwash you. I'm going to wash your brain of the three words that aren't serving you and you'll reduce and will never want to use them forever. And I teach using accelerated learning techniques. That's why there's a video. That's why there's workbooks. And that's why you have to take the notes while you're doing it. It's a free class. Start there. And my hunch is you're going to want to make me your new best friend. And then you can check out all my other free classes and, you know, my live Facebook shows and everything. But first, start there. Get to know my style and let me show you how you can change your life just by learning how to reset your vibes. Go ahead. It's for free. It's at hangoutwithmichael.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And there's amazing products in your store as well. The, The one that I wanted to point out is allow more business and attract more clients using the law of attraction. So you go to michaellosier.com in his store. You'll find that there. It's a four-part audio series. It's only $129. I mean, it's amazing. And it's one that I want to get. I haven't gotten that one yet. I've got to spend some more time there. I haven't done the other free one. I've done some other of your classes. I just went online and, and experienced some other work with you. So I just want to thank you for that. Michael, just thank you so much for being here today and sharing your wisdom. I know this is one that people will probably listen to multiple times. So thanks again for being here.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And I want to thank everyone for listening around the world. We appreciate you. We love getting your emails. You can email me directly at Ursula at salescoachnow.com. When you go to my website, salescoachnow.com, you can see that we have a free offer for you, Sales Secrets of the Top 10%. It's a free video series that you can download immediately and spend some time with me so I can show you what the top 10% does and how you can do that as well. We also have the quantum sales summit coming up at the end of January, January twenty sixth in Minneapolis. We're going to go quantum. So come out, join us. We want to inspire you to make 2018 your best year yet. And if you haven't been to one of our sales camps, we have eight coming up in Minnesota this year. I know it's kind of cold here right now, but I guarantee you the hotel is warm. It's beautiful. And we'd love to spend some time with you. You can learn about that at www.salescoachnow.com. Thanks again, everyone. And we just want to wish you that we want to wish you to have the most epic year that you can imagine. Take time to go through the classes that Michael suggested today and take the steps to make this year great. Thanks, everybody.
1: Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now.